on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Yes, it is time for the Victorian form preview of Moe today. Looking forward to this card at Moe today on the Wednesday and perfect weather conditions. And we heard from the track manager a little early in the morning with the breakfast boys and he couldn't be happier with the way the track has come up. It is a good for the rail is true. And Mark Hunter's here to find us all the winners. How are you, Mark? G'day, Michael. Good, thank you. Before we get stuck into Moe, uh, I mentioned I've got these final fields for some of the features at Sandown on Saturday, and gee, they've come up really nicely. The uh, the Autumn Stakes for the three-year-olds, Mr Maestro, Gate 6, Virtuous Circle. Gee, it's going to be interesting to see Virtuous Circle back because Liam Howley made the call after his his gallant run in the bars to put him out. He's drawn seven. The Fortune Teller's drawn two. Uh, amenable. Eight, Calico Jack three, and then we get to see Art Zeno in nine. Japanese Emperor has drawn one. And um, I thought we might have seen on the weekend the runner from Mitch Friedman. But he's, attrition, attrition. Yeah. It's, going, it's going to the CSAs, the same as the week to go up. Ah, okay, up against you. So uh, it's an interesting autumn stakes on Saturday, isn't it? It is, especially when you look at, I'm looking at the field now, so seven of the nine uh, first up mm. from the spell, which just makes it so much harder to work out there. Very tricky races, though. When the three-year-olds kick off, gee, they're hard races to work out. The Colts and Geldings prelude. Barber's drawn seven. Uh, Jamie Carr on board. Little Bros from the Hayes Camps, four. Brave Halos, this interesting Western Australian visitors drawn nicely in three. Uh, some people call me was a good run last start. It's drawn the outside, so I'm not sure whether they'll go around gate 10 and then Scorsese. Uh, a lot of these nice two-year-olds and a couple of first starters there as well, but I think Barber's been spoken pretty glowingly by James Cummings, so we'll get to see how good he is on Saturday. Yeah, look, I'm going to the top of my head. I think Barber's said two runs. I'll probably two wins, get the order yeah. Along. Yeah, one of, one of them was outstanding, and one was pretty, I suppose, workmanlike rather than being eye-catching. So it will be interesting to see how those Sydney ones, you thought, until you saw Kings Gambit get bowled over there the other day, that mm. they might be well above the Melbourne horses, but we're right back in the picture now. And then we get to see Charms Stone in the Phillies prelude. It's a, it's a big field in the Phillies. Full field, two emergencies, and Charms Stone's drawn gate eight. Have you got a, an early leaning Colts or Phillies at this stage? Not really. Um, Charms Stone will be right there in all discussions. It improved a lot from that first run to the second run. I, gee, I think barrier eight would be absolutely ideal. There, that's a great barrier draw on the uh, on the hillside there from the shoot. That's a, that's a perfect barrier draw for Charmstone there. See, it's been well back during the week. It, yeah. it would be the one to beat for sure in that race. Yeah, he talks it up a lot, uh, Mick Price, and he's not prone to over-exaggerations. The Rubiton, um, with that news that Matty Stewart broke earlier, that Jigsaw is now going to go to the Oakley Plate, bypassing the Rubiton. So uh, rocketing by down from Sydney's Barrier 8, Generation 7. Uncommon James has drawn Gate 6, Chain of Lightning 2. Um, and then we get to see Lofty Strike returning as well, which is going to be interesting, Barrier 5. So it's a good addition of the Rubiton. Yep, and Argentia there first Argentia, up, who yeah. just might be here, the run-on dry track sprinter. So that's something to get my teeth into as soon as, as, soon as we get through uh, Maui, so for sure. And I know it's only just dropped, but Thunderstruck 9 of 10, Brightside 10 of 10, Mr Brightside, Tuvalu Gate 1, Callsign may have 8, Western Empire 5, Aegon 7, Gentleman Roy 3, Nugget 6, Turath 4, and Jackano, uh, Turath 2, sorry, Jackano, Barrier 4. So 
they talk about maybe wanting to be a bit closer and I'm thunderstruck. It may be difficult from out nine on Saturday. 100%. That they certainly do talk about that, and uh, hence Jamie Carr's gone on board here. It'll be interesting if you start sending the porters in those wide gates where they end up in the run and just how much luck they have in the run. So that's a, a tricky gate there without dissecting the field, mm. that looks a tricky gate on paper. Yeah, oh, well, there's plenty to talk about in the build-up to what is going to be a cracking CFL Stakes Day on Saturday, but we need to find all the midweek winners today at Moey, so let's get stuck into the form preview, and the first at Moey today as I open up the app, hang on one second, here we go Moey, first race is at um, 20 to 4 the, uh, the Twilight midweek meeting so It'll be a late drive home for Maddie Hill and the crew who are heading out to Moe today in the first race over 1,100 metres for the two-year-olds. Uh, Pantalone, a first starter from the Cummings Yard. Damien Lane riding 360. Elderberry, who was given a really good rap by Sam Friedman before its first up run at 390. Treasureway, a, a debutante from the Warren Stable, opened up $11.00. Uh, it's now into $5.00. Eugenius, who is a relation to Streets of Avalon, five fifty and supersonic surge at six dollars. So there's a few first starters here. Um how have they looked at the trials and jump outs? They've looked okay. Like Eugenius, Musco, uh Pantalone, Supersonic Surge and Treasureway have all trialed up all right. I'm with it without jumping right off the page they have. I'm gonna tip number seven Elderberry, who trialed well before I went to Sandown. I thought it would go better there. It didn't do a whole lot but Race experience and easier race will make it top pick. Has got a sticky gate. It's not blessed with early speed, so we'll need luck. Uh, Maui Rail True on dry track will certainly need luck there from the gate. To beat number five, Pantalone, who's jumped out well. D-Lane down there for a good book of rides. It'll run well. One Eugenius ran second behind Tizenar, who we saw scoot around sale to win on Sunday, so we've got a full nine for that one. And eight, Treasureway. Pretty sure the horse Treasureway beat down there at Geelong. That's the horse that worked with Charmstone at Sandown that Mick Price mentioned, Extreme Threat. Mm. And Treasureway uh, got up on the fence, looked the trial quite well, is in the mix also. So a tricky little race to work out, 7, 5, 1 and 8. 7, 5, 1 and 8 in the first at Moe. Race number two, uh, a three-year-old maiden over 1,100 metres. In this race, take out number four. Uh, Nanita is the favourite here from the Arel Stable, another debutante, $3.30. Unleash. First starter from the Moroni camp, $5. Figuronto, uh, Mar Eustace, debutante, five fifty. Albanian wrestler is at $8. And then Ossified is another first starter from the Price Kent stable at eight fifty. How have you worked this one out? Well, Nanita and Figuronto were in the same trial. Figuronto won, but I think come race day here, Nanita can turn the tables. It's got the good gate. It's going to be very strong at the end of 1,100 metres. But the top rider... And just into the clear, Nanita can finish over the top and win here. From number six, Figueroa, who showed speed in that jump out. Certainly didn't go badly. Uh, it's, it's in the mix. There's a, a good leading chance here. 11, Unleash, wasn't knocked about in the recent jump out. Looked to troll quite well. And 10, Tranquilite, who has shown ability. Trolled okay. It's another one with a little chance in an open race. So I thought eight and six were the best form. And I thought eight would be too strong. I'll go eight, six, 11 and 10. 8, 6, 11 and 10 in race number 2. Race number 3, uh, this is over 1,200 metres. It is a maiden taking out 2, 3 and 7. And we get to see this uh, very expensive, well-bred debutante humming. Uh, cost almost $2 million. I'm invincible filly out of hips don't lie. And it's now into $1.70. Red Duster from the Moody Yards 420. Storming ahead 
uh, a Ma Eustace debutante, seven fifty, and Mrs Ollie, the stable mates, at $11. Has uh, Humming lived up to the price tag from what you've seen at the jump-outs and trials? That's a lot of money. Um, it is. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Ran second to Ruthless Dame two trials ago at Cranbourne, which you could argue Ruthless Dame should be undefeated and should have beaten Jackano there last time. Mm. The fortune teller was third, so... That's a pretty hot trial that's run second in, and then last time at Geelong, it trialled well. It should come out and make a winning debut fairly comfortably here at the short odds. To beat number 11, Red Duster, who comes off a break. Two runs have been okay. I thought a recent trial was good. It draws for a great run and looks the main danger if there is one. Uh, Force storming ahead has shown some ability in the trial. The race falls away. It's got a place chance and one Frostwood. He's been mixing its distances. It's going pretty well for the new stable. Gets a good run from the draw and might run a place. Nine should be too good at the shorts. Nine, 11, four and one. Nine, 11, four and one in race number three. Race number four, just on that, is $1.70 about its right, Mark? Yes, it's in my all-up, which, uh, as you see by the quaddy fields, they're very ordinary fields down there today. So we've got to, got to try and make money wherever we can. I haven't come up with anything clever, but I think, think it will win. I wouldn't back it at that price, but I'll throw it into my all-up. Race number four is over 1,600 metres. This is a maiden for the three-year-olds. Take out six, uh, one, six and eight. Deal obtained for Danny O'Brien is at $1.85. Fashion Empire, three forty. Our Orator, five fifty. Uh, Attendra is also at five fifty. and uh, they will and surely the only horses uh, under double-figure odds. Uh, so good on debut, this favourite, but it's into the red now, 185. It's the second leg of the all-up. It should just win. Deal obtained. It ran well on debut. It took the moody horse down the outside to just get it on the line. It's only got to run to that form when it wins. It's got gate one. There's no reason it should go backwards. It should just be too good here. For number three, Fashion Empire who got back and made ground in an average race on debut, got a sticky gate again. Nine of Tondre is very one-paced on debut, went fairly, and then maybe number seven, our Danny Dino, next best. He couldn't win, but might run a place. Two, just looks a good thing here, number two. Two, three, nine, and seven. Two, three, nine, and seven, which is the way we want to build the bank leading into the quaddy. We'll take a quick break. On the other side of this, it'll be the quaddy legs at Maui. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview. We are with Mark Hunter and we are looking at the meeting, which is at Moey today, and we are up to the first leg of the Quaddy. And that first leg is at eight o'clock, is at six o'clock, I should say, um, which is. Uh, a benchmark 64 over 1,600 metres. In this race, there are no scratchings. Desperado is at $2.50. Uh, then we're out to Commodus at three ten. Oceanography, $3.40. Frankie, two angels, $6.50. So uh, how many in this first leg of the quaddy, Mark? I'm only taking two. I'm taking one and three. I'll tip number one, Desperado, who terrific winning first go over here at Warnable. Came from the back and powered down the outside, then jumped in trip, and they rode it forward to suit the race at Flemington. I just don't think that worked out. It's been some time between runs. Small field, and you think you'd ride it quiet from the gate at the mile, so not all smooth saving, but it's the one to beat. To beat number three, Commodus, who goes really well at this track, was wide last time. Forgive that run, it wasn't hopeless. Gets a good run for Froggy, it's the danger. 
Two Oceanography, look, it might have some chance. It's been a disappointing horse, but we'll go up on the speed. And five, Frankie Two Angels, who's close to a win. Those last two runs have been in weaker company. So taking one and three, one, three, two and five. One, three, two and five in race number five. Race number six is a benchmark 70 over the mile. Cezuro is the 270 favourite. Indifference, 390. Rhinoceros, 460. Uh, we've got... Uh, Kwa Hoi uh, from the Cliff Brown Stables at six fifty, Grenoble nine dollars, and Maui at ten dollars. So every single runner is ten dollars or less in the second leg of the Quaddy. Uh, Cliff Brown's got a few nice chances today. He's got a couple of nice ones at Sandown, and he joins us to tell us who will be winning. How are you, Cliff? Good, Michael. What about you? I'm good, mate. Uh, this horse of yours confuses me. How do we pronounce it correctly? <laughs> I'm fairly certain it's Koi Hoi. Koi Hoi. All right. Do we, what's it mean? It's, I think it's a part, a place in Hong Kong. Ah, very good. Well, uh, hopefully it means fast horse as well, because it was a good win yeah. last start. Look, he did a great job. You know, he was uh, it was a restricted race, but he still did well, so it was, it was good. Trained on well? Yeah, really good. Look, I've scratched him a couple of times because of bad barriers. Um, but, but bar that, no, he seems well, and this seems a suitable race, so hopefully he does run well. Decent gait, the mile. Uh, where will he be in the run? Oh, I would think he'd be sort of... So, Third, fourth, fifth, somewhere there. That would be fine. And, and uh, you know, it's a very competitive field, even mm. though it's small. There's, there's plenty of chances as the market showed, and he's probably one of them. And you've got another consistent horse, Bluestone Lane, who goes around in uh, race number eight. The market's found it. It's been well supported, and it's been consistent its last couple of starts. Does it break through today? Oh, look, I hope so. Yeah, I think he's a favourite, a bit of weight, which will, you know, is not easy for a horse like him. Uh, he's done everything right. He was very good at Geelong. He had a jump out tint that was good. I, I think the interesting thing will be with the rail back five metres, how the track plays, and that'll determine his chances. Who's your best of the two today? Uh, look, I, I actually think if they both get good runs and the track's playing fair, they'll both be really competitive. Uh, what have you done to the barrier gods on Saturday? Awful. Absolutely awful. It, it, it's it's incredible. You know, when it's happening to you, it feels like it's happening all the time, and I'm sure... Statistically, it doesn't, but at the time, you think, you know, we've scratched quite a lot lately mm. because of bad gates. And it continues on Saturday. So what we do there, we'll, we'll go through it and have a look. Fantasizing gate 13, race one. La Danse Rouge, 16 in the Kevin Hayes in Yaffet, 14 in the Tile Importer. But besides the barriers, you happy with how they're all going? Yeah, I, look, I was really looking forward to Saturday. Uh, I thought they were all in really good shape. Uh, but those barriers really change everything, especially like the 1100 and things like that become very difficult. Well, best of luck today, mate. Thanks, Michael. Have a good day. Cliff Brown joining us there. Uh, gee, this is open. Uh, the easy way is just to put an F in, Mark, but you're too good for that, aren't you? What do we do in this second leg of the quaddy? Well, you could. I, I've left the top two out, but I wouldn't be stunned if they won. I'm going to go with Koi Hoy, who is a dry tracker. Um, the mile... We'll need every bit of the mile. It was a good win last time. I don't think this race is much harder. And I think Koi Hoi can win here to beat number five, Suizero, or Suizero, which it was pronounced last time. It will go to the front and it will take running down. It's in good form. Six in difference. Just doesn't have much luck in difference. In the worst part of the track held up last time, D-Lane takes over. And three rhinoceros who gets out to the mile. And that seems to be the outer limit of it. Four, five, six and three. Four, five, six, and three. Race six. Race number seven. Sixty-four over two thousand and fifty. No scratchings here. To your Philo Star, two sixty favourite. Emperor of France at three forty. Tetsuro five dollars. 
Drake Passage $5.50. Uh, can we trim this up as well? Well, I have. I don't know if I got it right. I'm only taking one and three. It's a dreadful race. Um, I'll tip number one to your fellow star, who is probably dependent on leading. It draws gate one. It'll spear out. It should hold the top, but it has got Romania from that outside gate charging across, also trying to get the front. So you know your fate early. If Teofilo Star leads, I think it will control the race and probably win. It didn't do a lot first up, but it wasn't suited there. It was wide. It's better suited 2050 in this awful race, controlling the speed. To beat number three, Drake Passage, who won a weaker race first up, but at least it's come back from a spelling winning form, which sets it apart from these horses. Um, it's got a chance. Then you have the two, Emperor of France, who seems to be struggling, but has got the claim, and four, Romania, who's a bit hit and miss, can pull out a good front-running win on its day, but does mix its form. So just taking one and three, one, three, two, and four. One, three, two, and four. And then the last is a 64 over 1,200. Uh, in this race, the scratching is eight. Uh, Perignon is the favourite from the Cummings Yard. First up, $3. Bluestone Lane, three ninety. Mount Nasico, $6. Pelagio, seven fifty. Who wins the last? I think there are three chances. I'll go two, ten, three. Then out to number one. Number two, Bluestone Lane. It's after two runs back. It's ready to win. It came from just behind the speed there last time. Got clear and closed really well for a good third. Probably parks fifth or sixth here and look for it to run them down to beat number 10 to opinion, who's shown good enough form in Sydney. I thought a recent jump out was good. Looks ready to go from a good gate for a top rider. Three, Mount Masico. Back on the dry, back to 1,200 metres will go better. And then a place chance for number one, Swift hit. It was just wide all the way last time. Didn't run too badly and draws for a good run from gate one. Has got some little hope. I'll go two, ten, three, then one. Two, ten, three, and one. Uh, what's the best way to play the day at Maui? Pretty tough day to make any money here. Michael, there's not much value, and their average fields will go the best race four, number two, deal obtained. The value, race six, number four, Koi Hoi. The Quaddy, first leg, one and three. Second leg, four, five, six, and three. Third leg, one and three. And come home, two, ten, and three. Play of the day, just going to play an all up at the short odds, trying to. Pinch a little profit for the day. Race three, number nine, humming the win into race four, number two, deal obtained the win. I like it. Uh, let's play it that way and we can start building the bank towards it Saturday. Good on you, Mark. Thank you. Mark Hunter.